The following program does not offer personal medical advice. Please consult your doctor before using any treatment or product we cover. Welcome to Go to Health Radio with your host, Jonathan Marks. We provide a welcoming environment where experts educate you on important health topics, answer your questions, and provide information from which you can benefit in consultation with your doctor. And now, here is Jonathan Marks. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another show. And we've got a great show for you today. Our first segment was with Dr. Jane Greer, PhD. She is a marriage and family therapist and sex expert, as well as an author of five books you can find on her website at drjanegreer.com. The book we're going to discuss today is called The Afterlife Connection. A therapist reveals how to communicate with departed loved ones. And we thought to offer this for all those who have lost loved ones during the COVID pandemic. So if you have lost someone, we're very sorry about it. If you know someone who has, please share this show with them. Dr. Greer is a radio host herself of the Doctor on Call Hour, featuring Pop Psych, Let's Talk Sex, and Shrink Wrap, a show she created featuring popular celebrity wet relationship commentary and show on what we can learn from the trials and triumphs of celebrity relationships. Dr. Greer is recognized as a leading national expert in sex, love, and relationships. So, Jane, I want to start this out with having you tell us a bit about your background and training as a marriage and family therapist and sex expert, just so we establish that as a base for what you're going to be talking about. Sure. Well, so I'm a psychoanalytically certified psychotherapist, which is a mouthful right there with a psychoanalytic background, but I'm also a licensed marriage and family therapist so that I'm trained to work with families and couples and all the dynamics and issues that go on in problem relationships in marriages. I'm also a certified sex therapist. So of course, when you're dealing with couples, it's inevitable that the problems outside of the bedroom oftentimes spill into the bedroom. And so being able to track and sort out and work through the underlying issues and elements that contribute to intimacy obstacles, intimacy blocks, helps every relationship flow from managing finances to managing children, to managing in-laws, to managing intimacy. So I've been doing that for a very long time. And um, all the work that I do pretty much overlaps with one another. Depending on the nature of the referral, I'll work either with a person individually or as a couple, deal with a lot of work-related problems, and pretty much any area that somebody's being, you know, finding themselves stuck or having difficulty, mm-hmm. that's what I'll address. Got it. So, so let's talk about the afterlife connection and how you discovered this, found it, experienced it. I'm really very interested to hear about this, especially coming from a trained psychoanalyst. Well, you know, Jonathan, the fact that you say that one of the first questions I got when the book was published was, isn't this, I mean, you're psychoanalytic, you're a marriage therapist, isn't this woo-woo? I was going to say. Yeah. And that's what most people, uh, well, a lot of people thought, but a lot of people are so into the nature of spirit and the power of spiritual connection and afterlife. I work with a lot of very prominent, powerful people. And and much to my surprise over the course of time, I would bring this up to people as they would talk about it in my office. And so many people are open to afterlife. It came about for me. So 
I was writing a Let's Talk About Sex column for Red Book Magazine. Mm-hmm. I was doing my practice. I was a media consultant, but a very, very dear friend and colleague, Maria Papa Petros, who's a celebrity psychic and medium. She had lost her son inexplicably many years ago, and much of her spiritual, intuitive information came from him, from the other side, from Randy. So I became aware of it because of her. My mother was very suddenly and precipitously diagnosed with a glioblastoma brain tumor, Mm. and where she'd never been ill, ever. Suddenly, I was faced with, I'm going to lose my mother imminently within a year. And we were sitting in the car one night and, you know, the, the, just the thought of her dying and being gone from this life was unfathomable to me. So I said to her, you have to promise me that you will connect with me, that you'll give me a sign. And I honestly had no idea what I was asking. I just knew I had to ask. And she looked at me and I said, you have to promise. And she looked me in the eye and she said, I promise So one of the things that we had all the time, the song La Vie en Rose, we both loved it. And I would always forget how to start it. So I'd always say, Mom, how does it start? And she'd go, well, I can't sing, but she would start the song. And so one of the first signs that I got, I was in a restaurant and I was walking out and I walked past the piano player. And as soon as I walked past him, he started to play La Vie and Rose. And I walked back and I said, what made you do that? And he said, I don't know. I felt like I had to. Mm. But in addition, and I put this in the afterlife book, when we, my mother wanted to be sprinkled, her ashes sprinkled in Venice, Italy. So we took her over and we sprinkled her ashes. The amount of spirit that went on with the church bells ringing, a white dove, a butterfly. I mean, everything. It's, it's too much to tell right now. But my husband said at the time, boy, the only thing missing is a single white dove. Now, that would be a miracle. And as he said it, a white dove, a white gull came over literally to us, flew over our heads and took off. So I started to get these signs. And as a writer, I started to write them down. And um, one of the signs that I got, I would always see this yellow tiger swallowtail butterfly in the most incredible places, in the most incredible moments. And I subsequently found out that my mother was a tremendous bridge player and her nickname was Tiger. And this was the one butterfly that would keep popping up on the lawn, on the, the door. So I was all set to write a book on sex because of my sex column and my practice. And I was telling my editor about all these incredible experiences. And she said to me, you know what, Jane, you really have to write a book on this. You have to help people embrace this, learn how to do it, learn how to connect, learn how to reach out. And so that's how the Afterlife Connection came about. Now, how did you learn how to do it? Well, I think I had a very powerful connection with my mother, but I did learn that um, I found that when I would light a candle to her and I would specifically make a request and then I would thank her and blow out the candle, she would manifest the things that I would ask so quickly. It was incredible, Mm. you know, like a dog and a place to live, (laughs) just, just incredible things. Um, So I discovered that in much the same way that people go to church and light a candle for their beloved ones who have passed, that when you specifically get a special candle 
and light it and ask your loved one to please give me a sign. Show me a sign. When you're open to receiving spiritual signs, they come to you. My dearest friend, her father passed away when she was in high school. Mm-hmm. And, and I had written this book and I said to her at one point, hey, sweetie, have you ever gotten a sign from your dad? And she said, no. This is like 18, 20 years later. And I said, have you ever asked? And she said, no. I said, well, why don't you ask him for a sign? Get the candle, light it, ask for a sign, which mm-hmm. she did. That night, his picture fell off the shelf on her bed onto her pillow. And then subsequently, they, she and her husband were buying a house and the address of their home was his birthday. The, the actual address was his birth date. Oh so all you have to do is ask. Now, and, and people, Jonathan, they are afraid sometimes of the spirit of their loved ones, of asking for a sign, of not knowing what to expect, of being disappointed and not getting one. But it's truly been my experience with so many people that I've counseled and have had the opportunity to talk with. When you ask, ask and you will receive. I have to share a story of my own with my stepmother who had passed from cancer. And uh, it was the anniversary of her passing. And I was in a doctor's office waiting for an appointment. Now, she had always loved the harp. She didn't play the harp. She had a harp, an antique harp in, her, in their living room. And she also loved the song, My Way, that Frank Sinatra would sing. <laughs> so I, but I have to tell you, the, the day of her anniversary, um, I was in the doctor's office and I saw this cartoon on the doctor's wall. It was two angels walking away from a group of angels and there was music coming out. And the one angel was saying to the other, I never heard My Way on the harp before. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I, I, <laughs> that was it. So, so, and let me say this, when I hear stories of the connection and the signs, you get chills or you go, this sounds crazy. And all the emails that I would get from people all over the world would be headed with, I know this sounds crazy, but that would be in the subject matter. Or I got goosebumps because there's no way to explain it other than to accept it, suspend reality and embrace it. And I remember I had one patient, she um, was living with her mother temporarily and she wanted to move out on her own. Her father had passed away and her mother didn't want her to move. She got an apartment and she didn't, she had such guilt about leaving her mom. And I said to her, why don't you ask your dad for a sign? So she went out to the cemetery where he was buried and she said, dad, is it okay can I leave, you know, go off and get this apartment? She gets in the car, turns on the radio, and Fleetwood Mac is playing, you can go your own way. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. And you know what? We could sit here. I could regale you with story after story after story. The, the one thing I do want to add, though, which I think is really helpful for people to know, and I only discovered it through happenstance, which through my own experiences, but a lot of times people, when they're looking for the signs, are looking for the rainbows, the butterflies, the, the rabbits, the, the, the you know, nature, um, meaningful things, the music, the smell, the scent. However, our loved ones, it's all about their energy and the signs come through energetically. So sometimes they come through with things breaking, things not working, things going awry, air conditioners break, computers shut down, TVs go on the blink. A lot of people get phone calls and there's nobody there. But I tell this to everybody. When something is not working or broken, do not immediately get annoyed or aggravated that ah, 
think perhaps your loved one is coming through and they're giving you a sign. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I remember quickly, I was blowing my hair one day and I literally said outside, you know, mom, it's really good that I know that when things go awry, it's you because otherwise it would be very annoying. Two seconds later, my hair blower shuts to only cold. <laughs> <laughs> and I started laughing. And that's unbelievable. So what yeah. are some of the typical signs people can look for? Well, people can look for music. A lot of times, just like you experienced it, you, you saw the comic of, you know, my way. I've never heard it played this way with the harp. You, you get the music signs. You'll get the sign with rainbows. A lot of people will look up and see a rainbow. Um, a lot of people will, will get messages through the phone. They'll get a phone call and there's nobody on the line. A lot of times people will look at a license plate in front of them on this. They're driving and they'll see the initials of their loved one or they'll see the date of their loved one's birthday. Um, butterflies will come through hearts. Somebody was telling me a sign yesterday. Their, their husband had passed and she was doing a birthday for her daughter and everything didn't go as planned. She was so frustrated. But later that day, her sign from her husband is a heart. She found a heart pin with angel wings. Mm. And I said, your husband was letting your daughter know he was there with you and both of them. The, the knowing that you're looking at money, people find coins, pennies from heaven. People will find um, pennies, dimes. The lights, a big one is lights going off, lights going on. When my mother first passed, we the air conditioner broke. So we were dad at my dad's home and we were sleeping out in the living room. And we had not yet taken her ashes to Italy. So her ashes were on the couch where she always sat. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, in the middle of the night, the light went on. And I was so startled. I thought we were having a break in. I jumped up. I ran to the kitchen. I looked at the clock. It was 2.26. And when I, I said, ah, I went to her death certificate, that was the time she passed. Wow. Now, that's amazing. Now, yeah, you talk about surprise. What are some of the surprising ways in which people get messages? Uh, the surprising ways, uh, let's see. Uh, let me think. Some of these surprising ways. Well, you go to make a, um, a presentation and everything works out according to plan. You, you get the promotion that you're looking for. You get the parking spot while you're waiting for it. You say, gee, I wish I had that spot. Mm -hmm. um, something that you're hoping will come through, comes through. You, you suddenly, you were going to get out of the car, but didn't. And as you stayed in the car for that extra moment, a car goes whizzing by and you could have been hit. Mm. Our, our loved ones, they send us pure loving energy to guide us and to protect us and to let us know that they are with us. Nice. And if you recognize it, you know, people get, so many people get it through the songs, through the music, through a scent, um, through dreams. You know, a lot of times I call it a dream visit. A lot of times you're dreaming about your loved one, but it's not a dream about you're with them in the dream. You feel mm. it. It's so alive and it's so dynamic. And you just shared that encounter with them. Mm -hmm. And so those are, I mean, they were just, there's such an abundance. There's such a wealth of avenues to connect with our loved ones. So, so let's, we've got about a half a minute left. Go. <laughs> this goes quickly, but Jane, give us, whether you believe in this or not, you know, if you believe it's, you know, just coincidence, what are the benefits that a surviving person can have by accepting this, being open to it? 
because you're never alone. You always continue to feel supported and loved by your loved one. It's you're not giving up the relationship with them. It's not a loss. It's a loss of their physicality, but not a loss of their love and presence. And the last thing I want to say, even if you've had a negative or difficult relationship with a loved one before they passed, their energy transitions and shifts, and they're able to be available and accessible in a way with positivity that they perhaps were not or ever were able to do when they were here on earth. So I, I encourage everybody. It's, it's an elixir for the heart and an elixir for your soul. Wonderful. Thank you so much. We've been talking and this has been so short, but it's great to see you again with Dr. Jane Greer. You can reach her at drjanegreer.com and her book, The Afterlife Connection. Stick with us because we've got David Isaac Gray coming up. He's an expert really elite acrobat. He's going to talk about circus life and getting staying fit with circus acrobatics. You can do it too. And Jane, everybody can be in touch with their loved ones as well. Yes, absolutely. So just ask, get a candle, ask and open up your eyes and your heart and you'll receive. Thanks so much, Jane. Thank you. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Okay. Stick with us, folks. We'll be after this break back with you. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Today, many doctors prescribe basic pharmaceuticals to their patients who aren't feeling well or have various aches or pains. Is this the right course of action for all patients? Definitely not. Find out about healthy, natural ways to help you feel your best by tuning in to the CBD Ed Show with host Edward Cheney. Ed will explain full-spectrum CBD, where the whole hemp plant can be used for treatment, and answer all of your questions about CBD and natural treatment in general. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling. Whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Go to Health Radio. To reach Jonathan Marks or his guest expert on the live program, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Jonathan Marks at gotohealthmedia.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Jonathan Marks. And this next segment, we're talking about circus training, fit, fun, and fabulous with David Isaac Gray. David is an acrobat here in Las Vegas, uh, and he's had quite a history. He was latest in O. He's been in One Drop. He's been in so many shows. He's been on cruise ships for six or seven years, and he's really an elite athlete. And he's got a number of different specialties, which he will tell you about. But he also teaches, and uh, we'll talk about his teaching, and we'll also talk about how he helps people get in shape 
um, even despite COVID, because he's been doing that during COVID as well. So David, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing just fine. Thanks for having me here. My pleasure. So tell us a little bit about your history and how you got into acrobatics. Uh, my parents didn't know exactly what to do with me, so they put me in gymnastics at the age of five uh-huh. and uh, been an acrobat my entire life. My college years, I got into a little bit of uh, cheer on top of the gymnastics, and I started to explore outside of gymnastics. And uh, my parents actually sent me off to finish up my college years in circus school in the Bay Area. And uh, uh, that's where I met my lovely wife, Alyssa. And uh-huh. um, almost immediately from circus school, I got offered a couple jobs, uh, one with a, a dark circus, which is kind of like the underworld of circus, uh, and then a dot-com circus, which was very popular when the whole huge dot-com rage was kicking off. Um, and then I uh, went off to start my tour life and living in Japan for a few years. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, like you said, the cruise ships, and I worked with some choreographers in England, and uh, then finally settled down to Las Vegas, and uh, you know, living my life here in Vegas, and uh, performing in some shows, and doing some teaching, and now just a lot more teaching because you know the great pause of 2020 happened, and yep, now COVID. Here we are. So. Yeah. Good. So what's it like, like, or tell us what it's like being performing full time. What's that life like? Performing full time uh, is pretty amazing. And it's like something you can't imagine. It's, uh, you know, living your dream and every day it's not like normal work because uh, I think when I hear about people talk about work, it's not what I think of work because I love what I do. So it's almost like, uh, I don't know what work is, I guess, because uh-huh. of what I love and uh, I get to do it every day. And in any case, being in a show every day, setting aside uh, my love for what I do, um, they have a lot of control over our lives. We have rehearsals every day. It's uh-huh. five days a week. I'm at the stage all day, every day. Uh, I get my two days off a week and, uh, you know, it's a family and every, every cast you go to whatever show you're in, it's a family. And then, you know, depending on what kind of uh, show you're doing, whether it's a ship or a tour, living on a bus, living yeah. uh, in a foreign country or living in Vegas, you know, every, every family is different. Every cast is different. Um, and the work experience is completely different. Every, every show I've done has had a completely different type of family. And one of the family is the cast, the way the yeah. cast, the way the family is, it's, there's always a different dynamic every time. And there's oh, just, I mean, it's, it's really, that's kind of a difficult question, but it's, you know, you're at the whim of whatever's going on inside your contract and uh, mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's really fun too. You get to see the world, you get to, you're performing with oh, all yeah. the athletes, you know? Yeah, I work with some of the top athletes, uh, some of the most amazing performers this earth has ever seen. Uh, I get to work with movie stars. I get to work with famous singers. I get to work with lots of folks like this. I've gotten the chance to perform for Michael Jackson. I performed for uh, George Lucas. Uh, I performed for lots, lots and lots of people. (laughs) 
So you let's let's talk about like everyday life. Now you have to stay in shape, but there's something you've talked with me about called being in show shape. What's the difference between being in shape and being in show shape? Well, uh, so right now I'm living around 175 uh, pounds, and uh, during the heat of COVID, I got up to about 200 pounds. But I'd also had a surgery because I needed some repair work done to my body from. Uh, you know, what I do for a living. Yeah. And uh, now I'm back into good shape, but not show shape. Good shape is uh, when you see your everyday fella or gal that's in good shape. Yeah. Uh, and, wow, they're in really good shape. Yeah. And then show shape looks like uh, you just got fresh out of a stomach flu and, uh, <laughs> you know, this light, light as a feather. Um <laughs> Right. So my, my show shape, so I go from like 175 right now, and then show shape is around uh, like 160 or so. Wow. So 160, 165. Yeah. Uh, like super duper lean. Um, there's, there's not much of a chance for, I mean, for the way that they work us in the shows, you're burning so many calories. Uh, and again, we enjoy what we do. So, you know, it's not like we're being put out. Right, right, right. So, so you're in the process of getting back in show shape now that we're coming out of COVID. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> no, I mean, we, you know, there are shows coming back to Vegas, so that's exciting. Uh, I'm on the balance. You know, if I, if I uh, get myself back into the show, I will be in show shape. Yes. I will stay in good shape for now. I'm in, I'm in good shape. Right. Uh, show shape. You know, unless I have to, I don't really want to do that. Uh, so as soon as, you know, as soon as I get a phone call, I'll be going back to show shape. Got it. Okay, good. Now tell us about the variety of acts that you perform because you've, I mean, you, you know, if somebody calls on you to perform things, you have so many different kinds of acts you can perform. So tell I mean, us a little bit about that. Do we, do we have time for this? I'm just kidding. <laughs> you do a lot. Let's just, yeah. let's just share every, that with everybody. You do a lot, but give us some examples of what you do. Okay. Uh, so most people, uh, now what, are, what are straps for people who so don't know? Straps are two very thin pieces of fabric. Very, very strong. Uh, we hang from them. We fly from them. Um, you'll see, uh, possibly some footage of me just flying through the air really, really fast, uh, skirting over water. Those are straps. Um, it's kind of like the gymnastics rings meets the X games. And, uh, it's a very free form of, uh, gymnastics. You know, it's, it's a lot like the rings that you would see in the Olympics. Right. And then you also do silks. What are, to explain what silks are. So silks is usually performed in two different manners. One's like doing, you'll see people like tumbling out of the sky on them mm -hmm. and you'll also see people doing strap styled skills on those silks. And I do some of the drops, but I am more of like a, a rings specialist. So like in gymnastics, I was a rings and high bar specialist. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the transition for me to go over to an apparatus performing uh, rings or high bar type of skill on these apparatuses is kind of like a really a no brainer. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, the silk is very similar to the straps, except for it's long curtains, like big bellowy curtains, yes. very gorgeous to look at, uh, very gaudy, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and then other stuff. So there's a thing called an aerial rope. I had to perform that for many, many years. Uh, 
hand balancing, which is doing handstands, hand to hand, which is what I perform with my wife from time to time where I put her in handstand on top of me and mm-hmm. uh, body balancing things. You'll see those type of acts in Cirque du Soleil as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, aerial bungee, which is exactly what it sounds like. I go shooting out of the sky or out of the top of the roof and do acrobatics flipping with bungees. Uh, I, I do wheel of death, which is a very old school, traditional thrill act. It's considered a thrill act. So it's a big, huge structure. You'll usually see it with like two drums with two guys or, you know, a couple people just running around and around in circles, Mm -hmm. uh, 30 to 45 feet up in the air. Um, I did that for many, many years. Um, what else? Uh, I, Sarah So is the newest one with Cirque du Soleil, which is aerial hoop or the Lyra, as some people know it. Mm-hmm. which is a big steel ring. And yes. in this act, they hired me and a bunch of other large gorilla men to do this act. And uh, it's pretty magnificent. It's the finale act at O. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, here in Vegas, you just got to do it all. So I do stilt walking. I do ball walking. Uh, I do balloon twisting if uh, the job calls for it, you know. It's <laughs> party, you need a ball guy to come do some twisting and some balloons. I can make you an animal, you know. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 you know, in your, in your, um, in your cruise years, you, you were also just kind of like an entertainer. I mean, you'd greet guests and were very social and, pop, you know, socializing with the guests on board. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we were known as guest entertainers on the ship, and – we would open for headliners and then we would do segues between headliners and we would do closed showing. And we would also do Q and A's and talk to guests and had our own special 45 minute segments on a lot of the ships where we would meet anybody. And that's a lot of folks that would come in and they're curious about acrobats and aerialists. And uh, Liz and I would explain what our life is and, you know, the things we have to go through and what we've been through and what the life of exactly what this is for the most part, except for, on the ship, you would get to see us flying through the air, and um, mm-hmm. that we would do that on the ships for sure. Great. So we're we're um, we're making a copy of this show, everybody. So if you want to see David, uh, you can come and and watch him on gotohealthmedia.com/video, and his videos will be there, uh, so you can see some of his performance. But um, David, you've done a very special show annually where you go to New York. Can you tell us a little bit about that one? Well, you go every year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Broadway Bears. Uh, again, New York. It's um, 200 singer dancers, actors from Broadway shows, and aspiring Broadway performers. And uh, they bring in a very small group from Las Vegas to come do acrobatics for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've been, Alyssa and I have been with the company for about 10 years now. Mm-hmm. And we go there every year, and it's a huge benefit uh, raising money for Broadway Cares Equity Shares. I think I'm saying that correctly. Uh, sorry, Jerry, if I'm saying that wrong. <laughs> um, and uh, Jerry Mitchell is the producer and um, very uh, special man that put that all together. Yeah. And anyway, so yeah, we go out there and we just do the aerial stuff. Uh, one year, I got to do the the solo. Uh, uh, it's a cabaret, so. Mm-hmm we have to know that there's some skin involved and I was the solo artist that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got to uh, share a dressing room with the other headliner, which was Lucy Lou, which that was pretty uh, insane for <laughs> me uh, that year. And uh, yeah, so 
that was a, it's a pretty special thing. And Broadway Bears is absolutely incredible. And if you're in the New York area and you want a, an amazing show, uh, the weekend around June 20th is always yeah. a special weekend. Right. And, uh, you can go see this show and uh, we raise a lot of money for uh, AIDS awareness. And yeah, it's a, it's a great, it's a great thing. Is there going to be a Broadway Bears this year? You know? There is going to be Broadway Bears this year. However, it will be virtual, virtual ah. only. We're hoping for next year to be live, okay. like good in the person, in the flesh. Right. So give me give me just a couple of minutes on because we'll come up to a break in a, in a couple minutes here. But what's like what's life been like for you during COVID? I mean, there all the shows were closed, right? In, in Las Vegas was closed down. Um, you know what? I mean, you're you're a performer. You do this every day. It's your life. What? I mean, my gosh, what a loss. Yeah, so everything shut down. Oh, I learned some new skills. Uh, I learned to play the guitar. Okay. Um, uh, Are you going to be adding that to your act? I was actually thinking about that, actually. Uh, <laughs> the idea maybe Alyssa goes up in the air, and maybe I play a little Spanish guitar, you know, and, and then she goes up and then uh, maybe hand the guitar off to an actual professional that does that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. in the air that's yep. kind of a dream at the moment you know it went from there and we went to you know teaching online which was something very different for me uh-huh. uh, and I had to do a big pivot and figure out how to basically change everything in my game for literally everything I've ever done yeah now I, I want to tell everybody David is an absolutely fabulous coach um, he's done a lot of training with people of all ages from youngins to I don't know how who's how old is your oldest student? You can oh. include me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I, okay. I actually I haven't thought about that. I always think about my youngest ones because yeah, you know, uh, I I don't work with kids over or under a certain age. Yeah, but I've made an exception for one student, and right. because they were exceptional and um, very very strong, and we took baby steps, even though I felt that. You know, uh, I think a lot of gyms don't have an age limit on the apparatus that I teach, yep. but I do just because the human development isn't all the way there as far as physically, you know, uh, joints and tendon, mm-hmm. the bone density and everything's not there quite yet. So, right. uh, yeah, as far as how old it goes, like, I've worked with some pretty older people, mm-hmm. uh, but the young ones are, you know, that's, that's, that's the really tricky thing. Yeah. So, Got it. Okay, good. And so, and so you made this transition from teaching in person in gyms to doing it online. How, we've got about a minute and a half left there. How did you go online to do this? I mean, how does that work? So I was lucky in the beginning to have a couple of brave souls because for many years I've had people ask if I would teach online because they can't come to me. I've had students from India ask for online. I've had friends from South America, uh, Russia, all over Europe ask for classes. And I, I simply just don't do that. Everything was in person. Mm-hmm. So the two brave souls kind of let me trial and error and work through my very specific technique on them and figure out how to verbalize it. And then it somehow just started growing. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, it, what I do is very technical and, um, that is like the million dollar question right now is how do I do that online? And you're doing it because yeah. you have students from all over the world. You were telling me. Yes. Yes. I do have students from all over the world. Tell, tell me in like five seconds, what countries are you teaching from? 
Oh, uh, so right now I have France, Thailand, Austria, Australia, mm -hmm. and America. That's it. Good. Now, you, you did tr train some people from Japan at one point, too, I recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've had students yeah. in Japan. Great. So listen, we're going to take a break. We're going to be back with David Isaac Gray. He is an acrobat, an elite performer, and uh, he's going to talk more about the kind of training that he does with people because circus training has gotten quite popular. We're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about the kind of training that David does and the kind of exercise people get. We'll be back right away. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Technology is changing the way we live our lives and how we do business. On CIO Talk Radio, we talk about the benefits of technology and the great things it allows us to do, as well as its risks. Heard every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, Sunjo Gall interviews business leaders and other experts that are shaping the way we use technology. To learn more about this show, visit www.ciotalkradio.com. Keep up with the changing world of technology and listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjo Gall. Listen in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, right here on Voice America Business. Get ready to go inside the lives of some of the top recording artists the music industry has known. Join host Troy Bronstein every week as he becomes a prince among queens. Troy discusses the careers and past, present, and future projects from these artists. And if there's time on each show, you just might hear some performance gems as well. Listen for Prince Among Queens every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you looking for a fun yet informative program about health care for your pet? Check out Awesome Woo Woo Holistic Vet Advice with Dr. Jim and Kristen Carlson. They look into natural health alternatives for ourselves, so why not our pets? This program provides the most up-to-date, accurate, and innovative information about traditional and holistic veterinary medicine. You'll find a ton of answers regarding your pet's health every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Variety. Today, many doctors prescribe basic pharmaceuticals to their patients who aren't feeling well or have various aches or pains. Is this the right course of action for all patients? Definitely not. Find out about healthy, natural ways to help you feel your best by tuning in to the CBD Ed Show with host Edward Cheney. Ed will explain full-spectrum CBD, where the whole hemp plant can be used for treatment, and answer all of your questions about CBD and natural treatment in general. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Go to Health Radio. To reach Jonathan Marks or his guest expert on the live program, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. 
You may also send an email to Jonathan Marks at GoToHealthMedia.com. Now, back to this week's show. Okay, everybody, we're back, and we're back with David Isaac Gray, who is an elite performer. He's an acrobat. He has performed with O, with One Drop, with Larev. He's been all over the world performing for, you know, kings and queens and uh, lots of royalty. Anyway, welcome back. David, I want to talk about, um, and this, this is the main reason why I wanted to do the show. In the last segment, we talked about your history and the kind of stuff you do. But circus acrobatics is really getting to be a popular form of staying in, in shape and getting in shape. Can you talk about that a little bit? I would say circus uh, took a big turn in the U.S. when Cirque du Soleil launched a series of films on Bravo. And that was probably around 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, was like, that created a big dream for a lot of young, young people. Uh, and I would say that I, I'm definitely part of that group. I was a, chi- a kid and uh, I remember going to see Cirque du Soleil when I was a child and seeing Mister. And then the Bravo uh, films came out and I saw Kidom. Kidom was on on TV and I saw some acts and I was like, wow. You know, and that was actually when I was getting ready to go to school as a circus artist. And, uh, yeah, I mean, from there on, uh, Cirque du Soleil, you know, they had just opened up a new school. Mm-hmm. Uh, people started applying to go to Ecole in Montreal. Um, there was one other school in San Francisco and one other school in Florida. And those were the only schools in all of North America for circus. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a couple places with some aerial, but they're not schools. And yeah. um, 20 years forward, you know, going to the future, uh, I mean, it's growing like CrossFit, you know, and if anybody knows CrossFit, this thing is everywhere. It's like Starbucks. It's on every single corner. Mm-hmm. And circus has just absolutely grown. Uh, my hometown, little Champaign, Illinois, has uh, a little studio in it called um, Defying Gravity. So if you're in the Champaign-Urbana area and you want to go check out a gym, Defying Gravity has circus arts, and that's in Champaign. It's incredible. It's literally everywhere. And uh, you can find circus in almost every, any town, any big town. And if you're not in a big town, look into the next closest large town or city to you. You're probably going to find circus. It's growing so, so big. Now, if I'm interested in getting in shape in a new way, tell me, what's the difference between going to a gym three times a week and attending a circus class? How is the workout? How is it different? Tell me, like lifting weights versus, you know, how, how is circus arts different? And what are the advantages? Um, when you go to the gym and you're lifting weights, you're probably going to be by yourself. So unless you're a trained professional, you might not get a great workout and then you're going to get discouraged. You need to have a trainer. If you have a trainer and you're going to a regular gym, you're going to have a couple choices on how you train your body. Either getting strong or getting trophied muscles where you're going to look, you know, excellent. Uh, circus, you're going to get that acro body, which is like, you know, just tight everywhere. Uh, it's kind of like in the beginning, it's hard for everyone. I think if you're just a regular everyday person mm-hmm. and, and you're going to be constantly being surprised with things and it's a little bit more exciting. And then you're going to end up catching the bug some way or another. And I call the bug is like that thing that just draws you into that apparatus or circus. Mm-hmm. And almost everyone catches the bug 
you know, on straps, it's like, it's hard, grueling, miserable, bitter, sour, <laughs> hard work. And you need to be an absolute masochist to really love what I do. But the thing is people get the bug and that bug is what just draws them in. And if you can handle it and you find whatever that is that creates the love and passion, you're going to get so fit. You're going to get so strong. Uh, and it's not repetitive, like CrossFit. It's not like going to the gym and a bunch of dudes would go, yo, you got any gum? You know, it's uh, you're going to be avoiding all that. It's just, you know, pretty much everyday people and a few fools like myself. And uh, you're going to have fun. I am pretty, pretty much absolutely good. Yeah. Now you, you talked about surprise before. And one of the things we've had discussions about, because David and I have had discussions about this, but the difference between lifting weights and, 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 and doing circus arts is you're doing all sorts of different things with your muscles. It's like surprising your muscles is the way you've described it. Can you, can you tell us about that? Yeah, sure. I mean, Look, you, you got to use all your stabilizers in your body. You're holding your body. It, you're using your own body. You're lifting your own body. Uh, where weights, it's like you could be going light reps or you're going heavy, whatever. You get used to it. And then you're going to get into like a, you know, a, a plateau for growth as you're doing your exercise. And circus, every new skill you go into, I mean, you're going to be busy. I, you, circus can keep you busy. I'm busy. I learn, I learn new stuff every week. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing this more than half of my life. And, uh, you know, as an acrobat, I've been doing this my entire life and I'm always learning. So it's like the body is always adapting. Your mind is always learning. Uh, there's just no way to, to stop learning unless you decide, okay, I'm done with this. But it's like, it, it's always evolving and growing. It's incredible. So it seems that if people are bored with their routine, circus you know, learning circus arts would be an exciting new opportunity for them because you're not just, you know, working your biceps and, you know, doing your leg muscles. I mean, you're, you're moving in all sorts of different ways and learning new, new skills. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, now, it's go definitely ahead. not boring. It's definitely not boring. <laughs> <laughs> now tell us about your students. What kind of students do you, do you have? Okay. Um, so it's almost all virtual. So, I have every walk of life. And like I said, it's a, some people really want to be performers. I have folks that want to be performers and I have the weekend warriors. Um, I, I, I'll just go through the list and any of my clients that are watching this, you know, who you are when I'm talking about you, we've got gym owners. I've got a lot of coaches, which is pretty awesome that these folks are not closed mind and they want to learn and they want to learn pop, proper vocabulary for what circus what these circus tricks are because, you know, that's a big thing right now too, is that it's growing so fast. People don't know the history. And I mean, the history of circus goes back hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. And uh, so these owners and the coaches, like I give them so much props for taking the time to come and learn and get proper technique and learn verbiage. It's, it's pretty awesome. Uh, I've got surgeons, I've got doctors, I've got anesthesiologists, uh, I've got a client that's from NASA. Um, I've got a lot of aspiring circus artists, like I said, uh, and, you know, even just everyday folks that are just, you know, want to have a good time and get some exercise. And I've got a bunch of those too. And they're, they're all skill levels and it's pretty incredible. So, so everybody you just mentioned sounds like an adult. So what kind of kids do you have? Okay. So I have two young adults, um, 
a new one that's 13 mm-hmm. and she is pretty darn incredible and then i've got a 16 year old and they are also one of the most exceptional little human beings i've ever met i've got the 13 year old uh, that's in la she's exceptional and um really excited to see what we unlock with her next because she's already experienced so many things and she's now moved on to an elite coach which i'm super stoked to take her on and then i've got a, a 16 year old that's out of uh, la and they are absolutely incredible to me because um <laughs> i want to say their name uh so izzy uh is exceptional and uh, has a full-time job from what I can tell working at a bagel shop mm-hmm. and going to school and paying for classes mm-hmm. at 16 years old. I can only imagine what kind of hell I was for my parents at 16 years old. And this kid is killing life. I mean, got a job wow. uh, and the great. bagel shop was on the news and they're super popular anyhow. So yeah, th- uh, those kids are great. Those are the two children I'm working with right now. Okay. And David, how do people find you? So right now, everything, almost everything is by Instagram and a lot of word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a fairly large presence on social media mm-hmm. uh, and that's it. So yeah. word of mouth and Instagram. And let's, let's get this in. Your, your, your name on uh, social media is Straps Ninja, right? Straps Ninja, that's and, it. And you've got a website, which is strapsninja.com. That's correct. So when you, when you, now how do you teach people on Zoom? I mean, I, I'm trying to imagine this. What are they doing? What are you doing? So when I'm teaching online, I, I get very mental with them. So I, I rarely use an apparatus. We just talk a lot. I talk them through it. I do have some techniques that I use, but uh, that is a little bit confidential right now because I'm working on a project mm-hmm. uh, that I'm going to be releasing to the general public soon because like i said on the last uh broadcast we just did that's like the million dollar question right now i have clients from all over with coaches contacting them asking how is straps into teaching them these things online and how Mm -hmm. am i getting the results that i'm getting without physically being there right so they're going to find out when everyone else finds out Okay. <laughs> we won't spill the beans here now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a uh, it's like uh, you know it's the kernel in the uh, you know KFC right now. It's right. Uh, so so yeah. So so you are teaching successfully online, and you know one of the innovations of COVID, you've now gone online, and you're going to continue that, right? Yes. There's people there, um, even right now. So if they want to see me in person, there are some folks that still don't want to be touched. They don't want me to touch their equipment because yep. it's COVID. Um, and I am completely okay with that. Mm-hmm. I literally just take my online teaching technique and I talk with them just like this with our mask and recover. Yep. And I take them through all of the skills, uh, without touching them, without touching the apparatus right. and still just the same success. Got it. Good. So that's really been an innovation of COVID that you're now teaching online and you're teaching people who wanted to be in touch with you, but they couldn't train with you because there was no way to do it. But now with COVID, I'm sorry, with COVID, with Zoom, now you can. Yeah, yeah, it's really incredible. Great. It's really incredible. Good. And um, what kind of packages do you have that people can sign up for? Well, let me tell you. You can sign up for a private session and Mm -hmm. uh, 
you can contact me for rates. And then I do offer like four pack and a 10 pack mm-hmm. and the prices go down, the bigger the packages. Right. And, uh, and again, it's all skill levels. It's for everyone. So when do you, is, is going back to performance going, when do you expect to go back to perform? You have a guess on that? No, at the moment I have no idea. We're in some state of limbo at the moment. It's really hard to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're not allowing, well, well, Las Vegas is supposedly going to be opening in June. I don't know what that means for shows um, and, and attendance, who knows, but you really have to have a full, a full house to, to be able to put on a show. Right. Yeah. I mean, for these big shows, yes. Like, you know, 80 to hundred performers, you got 40 crew walking around backstage. You got another 20, 30 people working in wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, O has like something like a hundred million gallons of water. You know, it's a, it costs a few dollars. You can't have 10 people in the audience. Right. Right. So anyway, so you're going to be definitely teaching pretty much full time for a while. And even when you go back to performing, uh, whatever that will be, you'll still be teaching. Yes, of course. Good. Great. All right. So I want to encourage if you're interested in trying a new form of exercise, it's approachable. I think you've gotten a feel for David and how friendly he is. And he's also disciplined. Um, so he really he can really turn out, you know, professional athletes uh, with his work. Um, but he also I know David and he can also have a lot of fun too. remember he's at strapsninja.com. And you can get in touch with him. And if you'd like to watch this in replay, uh, we do have video of David performing and also some still shots of him with students. And you can see that on gotohealthmedia.com slash video. David, I want to thank you so much for being with us today. Good luck. Hope you stay in good health, good shape, and uh, that the business continues to grow for you. Uh, Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thanks so much, David. Goodbye, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Go to Health Radio. Be sure to join Jonathan Marks and another health expert next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You can also catch the program on your favorite podcast platform. Until our next show, be sure to visit us on the web at go to healthmedia.com and elevate your life.